This is Tanisha Brianna, aka Queen Poison, the author of Naked, and you are now tuning in with D Murph and the Flagrant Two. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. This is Gabby. This is Talk It All. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to the Flavor T. Yeah. It's official, man. Now here's your host. D-Buzz. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say, verbally or even non verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. Now, I know my intro, I said I always got something to say, but this person broke it down in poetry when they got something to say. It's in a book form. I got, again, I'm pumped because this individual been on the grind for a while now. I finally had the opportunity to come around and say, yo, how can I support in addition to how can I get you on the podcast? Writer, creative, storyteller, cornbread fed, tattooed, tatted, BBW, Black Girl Magic. Even though I'm a Leo, I'm not going to be biased. She's a Taurus. World, help me welcome T, Miss T, Queen, Queen Poison on the Flagrant 2. Oh, what an introduction. Like, that feels dope. Thank you. <laughs> you welcome. you welcome. Well, no, thank you. So when I finally had a chance, because we do follow each other on, uh, on Twitter, and when I first saw that you had your book out your book of poetry your book of poems i was like yo i'm gonna support i'm gonna reach out to it but i will say this even though it was some time later you posted something far as a feedback or just reposted a post from before and that was my cue to say murph reach out support get the book and as for a personal personal autograph which i did which again i thank you for that so um so thank you and uh, i appreciate you for having confidence in your brand and and just being persistent and consistent with what you're offering right now and which we will get to a little bit later so i want to tell you thank you and being patient with me as well with uh your entrepreneur uh endeavors Thank you for supporting the book and, you know, believing in me and taking a chance because that's one thing with being an entrepreneur, especially a black one. Yeah. Is trying to get people to take a chance on us, especially because, you know, it's so many bad things that we get as far as being a black business, a Mm. small black business. Mm -hmm. I take pride in trying to give a quality service. And you did. And one thing before the flagrant two even came about when I knew I was going to to create a platform, one of my key missions was to be able to showcase and display people of color and what they bring to the table, whether it's their business, whether it's a story, whether it's a book or just whatever, just to highlight more on a positive note. So just in years 
still to be able to find dope creative individuals such as yourself is definitely exciting for me and um, look forward to why you decide to start the book uh, become an author and just branch out to this entrepreneur just entrepreneurship bro um, as far as doing the book I've always had a love for poetry even as a kid okay. like um, I didn't really know how to verbally express what I felt so writing it down it came naturally to me mm-hmm. and it started with a lesson that you know one of my teachers did she introduced poetry and it just kind of clicked it made sense so I said okay um, I'll go ahead and take this and roll with it and see what it does and over the years I progressively got better I didn't rewrote some things wrote something down you know threw it away because I didn't think it was good enough it's one of those, those things I took time to perfect kind of like what you with basketball it's something that you work hard with and you take the time and you put the effort in and see it take you in a place that you didn't think it would take you mm-hmm. it feels rewarding when I first came out with the book I was in a rough patch I was um coming out of a relationship to where it was a long distance relationship and my significant other at the time he was battling cancer and things just simply weren't working out and for the longest time I said okay I'm gonna write a book I'm gonna write a book and that one time just came I said I don't have anything else to do it's not that holding me back in this situation let me just put it together and see how I how I feel about it so I sat and I made a vision board and I broke everything down and I said, I this book, I'm going to be really honest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that healing process, you kind of sit and you identify yourself from the good to the bad to the ugly. Mm-hmm. And with that book, I was really, really, really honest. <laughs> Some things, you know, I didn't want to admit to, but and part of that growth you got to admit to the ugly parts of yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I gotta add because i have the book world i have the book again i'm gonna say that throughout the show and it just gave me a different perspective and appreciation for miss t queen poison queen and in the book and i, I won't read it all but it's, it's titled naked okay it's titled naked you can find it Wherever books are sold And I'll let Miss T uh, Later on uh, Re-emphasize And just let you know Where you can find it But in her words In her book In life We have fears That hold us back From the things We want to do It withholds Our ability To be vulnerable And in some cases Disable us So in growth I'm choosing to strip myself From all these things So you can see me As I am In my truth to be naked Wow That's huge That takes a lot by the way So salute to you as well For putting everything out there To the world Thank you It's easy for us to take our clothes off In front of somebody But to be naked vulnerably And showing your feelings That takes a lot of courage And I never understood why it's easy for us To take off clothes Than to take off our emotions mm. It sounds like it's going to be a very therapeutic show. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. And um, just kind of backtrack, though, 
you know, like you said, um, you had a teacher that kind of helped you in the direction of poetry. Um, but when do you, when do you feel you're at your best when it comes to poetry? Is it at night when it's quiet? Is it when you're going through something like you kind of stated earlier? But I know each person as a creative or as a creator, they usually have a certain point when it's kind of stands out for them to really, you know, uh, utilize their gifts. So when was that for you? For me, I take different experiences as along with music. Like I love music and I could just be sitting and I'll hear a song and a thought will come out randomly. Like one of my teachers, my English teachers always told me, keep a paper and a pad with you Mm -hmm. because the idea can come at any moment. Mm -hmm. And once the idea is gone, if you didn't write it down, it's gone. So I use my phone often, the notes app, and I'll just be sitting and I'll hear a word or a sound or something that will click to me. And I'll say, okay, you know, I can work with this. Mm-hmm. And it can, can it can really come out of nowhere. Wow. And it's good to hear a different way of a creator on how they come up with their creative thoughts and creative things. And before I talk about some of the poems or a poem in particular, even on your uh, Twitter, you put, or as far as one of the headliners, as far as your bio, and then I quote, she is water, powerful enough to drown you soft enough to cleanse you deep enough to save you. Can you explain what that means? I chose that quote because as people were ever changing, just like water, water can take a solid form, a liquid form, a gas form. But it's still ultimately the same thing, no matter what form it takes. Mm. So as people, you you evolve eventually, like change is inevitable. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You can choose to adapt and take your gas form, your liquid form or your solid form. But you still are you no matter how you feel, no matter what happens, you're still you no matter what the situation is. So to be able to adapt to different situations and to change and evolve and to be able to be that fluid that's a part of growth for me I hope that listener out there is really accepting the things that you're saying because as a creator and I'm going to keep emphasizing as a creator I'm, 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 I'm on the other end with another creative individual again an author a book of poems and originality authenticity is is huge mm-hmm. and i know you had posted uh, a few days ago about you know to take copy or recreate the ideas of concept without giving proper credit and the and not giving credit to the originator is whack mm-hmm. absolutely that's huge because people even like you said coming up in school and i taught i took it as a joke i'm telling on myself world but i didn't do it but plagiarism like mm-hmm. coming up it was like oh man they not gonna catch us they not gonna you know they how they gonna know but if it's not you like you said a few minutes ago be you even though you involved it still needs to be within yourself 
of your growth to where it's not like you're trying to be like type A or type B when they notice or people or so even yourself might notice you're not being yourself for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I think more of us need to hear that being yourself can help you reach goals or to meet certain people or to make the amount of money that you feel you're worth. So thank you for expressing that. Thank you. So why did you come up with that post or tweet? Did you have someone that you've kind of got whiff of plagiarizing or maybe trying to steal your idea like yo I want to do a book of poems when there's when they clearly know they're not a poetic person um it wasn't that I saw a post that dealt with a close friend of mine okay and it rubbed me the wrong way mm-hmm. so I put it out there in the universe you know I'm not gonna hide anything I'm an honest person I speak what's on my mind and if it applies it applies I don't have to tag you Mm. If it's meant for you to see it, you're going to see it. <laughs> I love it. And that's good, though. I think we need to hold each other uh, accountable, especially especially what's going on right now where more people than normal have more time to maybe be at home to surf the web, be on social media more. And they're like, yo, let me try this out. Or, hey, I like this person's style. Let me see if I can add it or maybe let me see if i can hmm, take some ideas without them even noticing because during this time from other creators and creative individuals that i know this kind of has spiked up to where it's like yo just be original or give us credit Uh or any type of recognition for implementing something that we've done that's all right (laughs) What's wrong with like you know where you got your inspiration from? Yeah. Pay homage. Yep. 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 No, that, that that's key. That is key. But overall, I, I want to get to talk to you now. We're gonna get back to the book. We're gonna mm-hmm. get back to being creative. But how have you been though? How have you been overcoming and keeping your positive vibes doing all this what's going on in the world? Ooh. Can I say that 2020? Come on, it's dusty. Come on, that's why I'm asking. I gotta, I gotta get to the. We get into the root cause. I want to get to know T, Miss T, Queen, Queen Poison right now. 2020 is dusty. Like I look at my vision board and I was like, look, I just gotta go ahead and just scrap everything that's on it and just start fresh because all the plans and traveling I had in mind is out the window. Right, that's true. <laughs> like it's killing me because it's so many of my extended family that I planned on seeing. I was like, I can't even see y'all. Like, I got a video chat. This sucks for me. You know, I'm a person that's, you know, I'm a hugger. So to not be able to be around certain people and get that energy exchange, it sucks for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's majority of us uh, doing this this tough time. And, uh, but hopefully you can let them know that you're still working. Letting them uh, listen to this episode on the flagrant two. Let's say, hey, I'm out here working. But once this is over, we're going to promote the book even more. We're going to do some book tours, some book signings. So just make sure y'all be ready to have my back and have support me when that time comes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Have you thought about 
being a host of your own radio show or even a podcast? It's funny that you say that. So, little known black history fact, I started off podcasting before I ever wrote a book. Nice. I did two podcasts. I did, um, they were both music based. Hmm. One was called Block Music Radio and that's on Blog Talk and the other was um, Mic Check. And I was doing Mic Check around the time I started doing a rough draft for Naked. Okay. And I was doing that and dealing with that relationship failing and working two jobs. And I said, look, this is just too much. Something got to give. Right. So with that, Mic Check ultimately had to be, you know, the one that had to go. Um, I love doing it, but as I found myself as a writer, I said, I like writing more. Mm. That suits me more. So. Okay. Okay. Well, for me personally, uh, I do have a book as well. Dmerspeaks.com is where you can find it. I see myself the total opposite because I was, I'm telling on myself for the world. I like to talk than write. I think it's easier. (laughs) (laughs) I get to just blah, 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 blah. Instead of writing it down, I might mispronunciate or it might not come across the way I want it to sound and I misspell some words. So that's dope to find someone that's opposite of how I think when it comes to actually speaking compared to writing. But no, that's dope though that you've been in, um, you've gave it a, a good run and also just looking at the mutual friends we have especially on uh, social media it's kind of like yeah that's pretty dope that we have a lot of mutual friends for you to quote unquote you know not really be a podcaster and what is it about you know podcasting or or people as far as mutual friends that they have uh, a platform using their voice that keeps you interested or keeps you around uh, the podcast community. They're still creators at the end of the day. Just mm. because their art form is different from mine doesn't make it any less valid. Nice. So to sit and hear some of the topics, they might say something that I was already thinking, or they can provide a perspective that I didn't consider. So to hear the opinions or the thoughts or the ideologies of others, I'd be sitting there like, whoa, you know, that's dope. I wouldn't have thought of that. Or mm-hmm. to have those uncomfortable conversations that I feel are necessary. So I could sit back and be like, hmm, okay, so how you feel about this? A word, that's how you feel? Bet. And I can choose to agree or disagree, but I still respect that creative in their space at the end of the day. What you just said was real valuable. <laughs> Creators, creators, if the person is not in your space, that don't mean I'll, I, I can't rock with them. I can't support them. And I think what, what, what T just said was, was huge. You can learn something from everybody, even if they're not in your space or in your realm. If you're a creator or a creative individual, yeah, like you said, I learn. From the just reading a book, I would never say, you know what? Because of you, I'm about to be a a poet. No, 
<laughs> I, I'm just being transparent. Um, but I did about a year ago on the flagrant two. I just felt just this urge to do like a spoken word of I am. If you look up flagrant two, I am about a few minutes long. I just felt like I am. I am this. I am that. And I just started boom, 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 boom. It's just something that I felt like I should do. So when someone like you that's actually doing it and can actually and has the credentials, I salute you because I'm like, yo, I'm not a poet by any means. I'm a creative. I mean, I'm a creator. I'm a creative person, but actually a book of poems and telling my life story, my life story in a poetic fashion. Yeah, um, that's not me. So for your gifts to open up these type of doors for you again, I salute you. I applaud you for sure. Yeah, I still get nervous. I admit that. Um, when it comes to that, that you see me at my shyest because I'm like, it's that book is like my diary for real. Mm. So to have people look at emotions that I felt and thoughts that I had and memories that I can recall, I really didn't think anybody was going to read this book at all. It was my biggest fear. I was like, nobody's going to read this. They're not going to understand it. They're not going to relate to it. But I've had, you know, other podcasters, friends, strangers reach out and say that something in that book resonated with them. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest reward for me. Point blank for me personally. (laughs) And I'm going to read it out for the listeners. I'm not going to give them everything because we'll be here for another few hours. However... (laughs) It's being being honest to the world. However, when I read Point Blank, and I'm gonna read it shortly, where I said, "Yep, Point Blank." It's just I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it for y'all. Look at the shell you have made of me. Never have I known the shell casing to be more powerful than the bullet. Snapping to the sound of a pistol clickings, my temper isn't the only thing that's explosive. Click, click, bang. Swallowing the tears I shed on nights you are absent. I trace chalked outlines of my life, of my love for you. The smoke clears. The sight of you, the real you burns. But I'll live. And these cars, they're beautiful. Reminding me that I survived the shot to the heart. Click, click. Yeah. And it was a few people that came to mind. And I'm not going to explain. Not yet. Maybe at another time in another episode. But for you, can you kind of share de- more details and more depth of what Point Blank meant for you? So Point Blank was um, the poem I wrote around the time I got the apology from my ex when we fell out because we had a pretty big falling out. And he happens to be from Chicago and has a thing for guns so the only pain I could think to equate to a heartbreak that big was getting shot I've never been shot but that's the only thing I could think that would probably be close to that type of pain Mm -hmm. that type of trauma so when I wrote it and I had got the apology I had sent the poem to my ex and I said this is going in the book this is the first page Mm-hmm. And even though he didn't like it, he was like, 
I can't take away what you feel. Mm-hmm. So I said, if I'm going to be honest and put it all out there, I got to put the most painful thing I can think of up front. And like I said, I've read the book, but it was something about point blank that was kind of like, yo. And even like you say, even if you didn't get shot, when you get something to that magnitude, it feels like your life is taken away from you. Whether you got shot or not, I I, 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 I felt that. I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. And, and for you to even have, you know, the, the, the courage to even reach out and say, yo, you need to read this. Because <laughs> some people don't even reach out to their exes once they've, you know, moved on or just letting them know what they got going on. But for you to say, yo, this is going to be in the book. Take it for what it's worth. You know, no love lost, but I need to share my experiences. Again, I salute you because in this space that I'm in or that we're in, a lot of people still hold back, letting people that have hurt them just kind of just put it under the rug and just deal with it at a, you know, just deal with it without letting it out. Right. And for me, I had to let it out because the more I held on to it, the more it didn't serve a true purpose for me. Mm-hmm. It was just building up, you know, a distaste. And I was like, you know, those emotions don't belong to me anymore. I got to let those go. Mm-hmm. Was it someone in particular to tell you to express yourself? Maybe like a therapist, a therapist, um, a family member. What was it that you was like, you know what? Hell of hot water. I got to let this out. I got to tell my story. Um, Nobody in particular. That was just my way of coping and going through the process and figuring it out. Life is, there's no book on how to live life. You kind of have to figure it out. Facts. Facts. Speaking of the book, I know you've received a lot of feedback you've got a lot of questions and because of the success of naked which again t is going to let you know how to find it but because of the support because of the success will the world how soon can the world get a part two of naked and or another book coming from you so there will no there will not be a part two of naked. It's that chapter of life is done. Okay. Um, I am coming out with another book, hopefully by the end of this year. The way, you know, this whole pandemic's been going on is pushed some things back, but my goal is to still put out a book before the year is over. Nice, nice. And just for the world, just a little bit though, just a little bit. A quick Synopsis of the book. If you thought naked was raunchy, the second book may not be for you. Oh. Hey y'all, enough said. I'm not gonna dig no deeper. <laughs> no, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Hey y'all, we 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 got we got Miss T. We got Queen. We got Queen Poison on the other end. Just giving us 
some more information about her, about this dope book that I personally purchased. And I got the signed autograph, personal autograph. One of the last questions I have for you. First thing regarding the book is what I know, again, being a creator, being a creative, everything you put out there was well deserved and you needed to let it out. But what was your favorite or what was the one which you was like, yo, this is the one I had to let the world or I had to put in the book? It's a poem in there called Remembering Charlie. Yep. That's probably one of my favorites. Okay. Um, so Charlie was my grandfather growing up. And he was hands down one of my favorite people. And that poem is important to me because it explains the nostalgia that I have when he comes to mind. Like he um he actually passed away my senior year of high school. And my biggest thing was for him to see me go across the stage. So and my senior year was really big. He passed in January. I went to prom uh, like May 6th. My birthday is May 13th. And then I graduated at the end of May. Wow. So that was like a big year for me. And especially with, you know, moving around a lot because my mom was going through a divorce. It was just a big year. And... Like, I can still remember that house he had in the house I grew up in. Like, I can tell you where every room is to this day, mm. what color the walls were, what color the carpet was, where furniture was. I can map out that whole house, even the backyard. And that poem was important to me because it was like still honoring that memory of him. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he's gone, I still remember the teachings that he left with me. Yeah, that's great. That's dope. And for those listeners out there, you got to get the book. <laughs> I'm not reading it. <laughs> nope. T ain't reading it. You got to get the book. That's why we wanted you to tune in, get a better understanding, get a good feel for her, this dope author, this dope entrepreneur. That way you heard it from her. The book of her grandfather. I mean, the poem of her grandfather. That's in the book. That's real dope. And one of the last thing, or the last thing I have for you. And again, thank you for taking time to uh, to be on the flagrant two. What is it about the entrepreneur journey that you would like to share that you didn't know? Before the book came out That you want to share to the world One piece that I didn't know Um It's a lot more work to get Think it is mm. <laughs> it's, Come on it's, it's, it's not for the faint of heart Granted you know I still have a 9 to 5 That still helps fuel You know my creative passions But it's, it's not for the faint of heart I give kudos to anyone that's a small business or entrepreneur because it's work. It really is. And you really get what you put in. Click, click, bang. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, because like you, I still work for a living. It definitely helps. I like to say my job sponsors the brand. It takes care of my family. It allows me to do things that I'm able to do for this, you that's listening right now. Uh, Wi-Fi, equipment, laptop, all that stuff obviously came from the job. Well, majority of it came from the job. But yes, it is not as easy as you think it is. And um, I know for you, T, I know people that don't know you think, oh, man, because you got a book. You don't work for a living. Like you, you're a full time entrepreneur. What you got to say to them? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually had a couple questions from um, other people who aspire to be writers, and I let them know up front, like it is not as glamorous as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get paid a lot of money initially. You have to. It's really an investment, and right. you really have to do it because you want to do it, and writing makes you happy. Like, you can't expect to get, like, you know, a check for a couple stacks off your first book. Realistically, that unless you have a big enough brand and maybe, like, a publishing company behind you, that realistically does not happen, especially for indie writers. Indie writers, you really have to have a love for the art to even consider doing anything. And I wanted to add to that before we go. You've had the book out for months before me personally decide to purchase it. But that's one of the reasons why it again with this with with what's going on in this world, it's a lot going on in life. But sometimes don't be afraid to promote your own. Don't be afraid to retweet, repost, send a friendly reminder. Cause when I first saw the post, I said, Yo, I'm gonna get this book. Life happened, things happened mm-hmm. between work, family, the brand. But like I said earlier, she posted something. I said, yo, this is my cue. Hella hot water. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to reach out, which I did. How can I get the personalized autograph, which she responded back? How much is it? I did it. I got my book and I read some, some inserts to you, the world. So don't be afraid as an entrepreneur or anybody as a brand or something that you really enjoy your love don't be afraid to promote it because is you just never know what type of benefits you can get from it and that shows um, whoever that's following you and or the world or the universe that you highly believe in yourself regardless of whatever like hey because this book's six months old a year old no one is going to purchase it or no one's you know going to remember it Send that friendly reminder. Refresh everybody that follows you on social media or family that you haven't spoke to in a while or that you, hey, you get my book. Oh, man, you know, I'm glad you remind me. It goes a long way. So thank you for doing that because that was a reminder for me to take that next step and show my support. Thank you for supporting. No problem. How can the world find you? How can the world find the book? And we'll go from there. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Queen underscore Poison. That is Q-U-E-E-N underscore P-Zero I-I-S-Zero-N. 
and Naked can be found on Amazon. You can just type in Tanisha Brianna and it should pop up. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter directly to get a personalized signed copy of the book. Like the big homie did, personalized DM, yo, T, Queen Poison, TB, holla at me. Like, well, how can I get this? How can I make this happen? And I know the listeners want to know. They're like, Murph, you not leaving until we know. How did you, meaning Miss T, come up with the name Queen Poison? They wouldn't let me go. The list was like, thank you, Murph. We was asking, how did you get the name Queen Poison? <laughs> okay, so I'm low-key a nerd. Oh. And the poison part actually comes from my favorite villain, which is Poison Ivy. Oh. So, yeah. So that's where that comes from. That's actually, I love Poison Ivy from the Batman, you know, whole franchise. And I have a green thumb. So that's why she happens to be my favorite. Nice. <laughs> that's, why, that's why she happens to be my favorite <laughs> villain. So it makes sense for me. There it is. So for those listeners, I got y'all. She got a green thumb. We might talk about plants next time. We're going to talk about music next time. Like, hey. This individual is dope. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you purchase a copy of the book. Reach out to her for the personalized autograph. I got the book. It's dope. It's it's definitely um, gave me a little inspiration to say, you know what? Maybe I could do another uh, I am on the flagrant too. But other than that, I'm I'm not going to quit my day job though because that's definitely (laughs) not a realm. (laughs) Hey, do it. I'm here for it. Okay. Well, on that note, I get a little pressure. I guess maybe in the next couple of months, I might do a little something, you know. And I'm going to add you personally, T, and let me know your personal thoughts on it. Because you actually, again, you actually got the book. You actually have a book of poems doing it. So for someone like you to inspire or give me that push or nudge I need, I'm going to make it happen. So for those listeners out there, Give me some time and make sure y'all remember this episode point blank with Queen Poison when that time comes. But anyway, y'all, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Murph. You can find the show on most platforms. If there's not a platform we are not on, please make sure you let me know. We can make that happen. Tell a friend and tell a friend I'm out. T is out. Until next time. And y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you winning the win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Yeah. Adore my wife and I love my kids. Uh, I never let them down, never uh, let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because I'm brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Mm. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scene. Uh-huh. Try to turn this to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. Woo. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. 
I'm just here trying to heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now rocking with D Murph Tuning in as we get it in So milling in being better men We so adamant about the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life and that's how we approach ya